the social introvert. It's Halloween night in Haddonfield. 40 years ago, the boogeyman came for us. We are the survivors of Michael Myers. Lori, what do we do? We fight. After what he's done to this town and my family, we will kill him. Happy Halloween, Michael. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I am your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 434 of the Social Introvert Podcast, a special edition of the Social Introvert, The Silence of the Shape, Part 3. This is my Halloween Kills review, and I'm just going to get right into it. I'm not going to tell you to budget. I'm not going to say, like, I don't even care about the fun facts of this film because... This is how much this film upset me. And I watched it again for whatever reason. I only watched it once and I only needed one time to view it. Listen, man, um, Halloween Kills, whatever view that you have on it for the ones that like, oh, this is the best ever made. This is Michael at his most brutal. And it's just like, but at what cost, though? At what cost? Yeah, we got some cool shit in there. But I think this is where, in the making of this, they didn't know where to go with him. Like, they wrote him into a corner. And throughout the film, it's like they're trying to add real-world issues into this movie. And I think it works sometimes. It does work. But with something like this... You don't have to do that. Just give us a simplistic story and just make it entertaining. You don't have to add these crazy nuances that someone could relate to in real life. I just think it's ridiculous. Like throughout this movie, man, it it basically showed us what can happen with mob mentality and how people can fall for the okie doke what's going on in the news and how one thing could look a certain way on the news and it turns out in reality when we get face to face with it it's basically not what we seemed you know what i'm saying the whole evil dies tonight thing bugged the hell out of me i just thought it was stupid the message behind this film is basically just mob mentality and the mass hysteria that is the premise of this film i don't need to go into detail on what the film is really about but the essence of the movie is mob mentality and mass hysteria and it was just annoying and the last time we saw anything that had to do with like mob mentality or mass hysteria was halloween four was was it four or five when some of the townspeople went after mike i think i believe it was four but it was it's just it was ridiculous it wasn't needed I don't see how they could see uh, um, a hospital patient that was probably no bigger than, what, 5'3", and mistaken him to be this large, massive man walking around in a blue jumpsuit and, oh, not jumpsuit, but coveralls and a William Shatner mask that was burnt. I just, is aggravating to me, and... Even before we get into the shit with the film, we get a character that was in 
played by a different person, by the way, by um, Anthony Michael Hall. And I like him a lot. I, I loved him in this movie, too. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall played Tommy. And Tommy gets up on stage and gives you this long-ass monologue as if, I I don't know, the way he spoke about it, all just the wording of it was to make you feel as if the previous timeline was canon. Like Halloween 2, 3, 4, what 3 doesn't count, but 2, 4, 5, and um, 6, H2O, Resurrection. He's talking about it as if all of those movies count within this franchise. And I'm like, well, wait, why are they all haunted by this 40 years later? Like, what, what do they have to do with it? Like, this is about somebody who was just crazed and decided to go after some babysitters, um, got shot out the window. He wasn't able to get the girl that he was going after for, and he just left. And that was it. And this is why I say 1978's original film should have been a one and done. There was no need for sequels. And I see why John Carpenter, in a sense, is pissed off about it. But it's like, well, fuck it. They're willing to pay me and they're willing they're willing to have me work on the film. So I might as well, you know, get this bag and, you know, shut up and <laughs> and make my move. I just think that this movie was unnecessary. And even the final installment, Halloween Ends, Jesus, don't get me started on that. Please don't get me started on that because I just thought, I'm like, if this is the conclusion, then <laughs> I think it's a great thing that you put it on streaming services because I, there's been this trend where people have said, man, I really don't understand why this was on streaming. This should have been on theaters. You know, this should have been exclusive as if it's the greatest thing to slice bread. And I'm here to tell you, no, it it's OK where it is. All right. Like, not to get off topic here, but Beast with Idris Elba is a much better film. It may sound crazy to you because it's him fighting a lion, but that fight don't go like how you think it goes. Like, they they ain't doing some crazy, you know, shit where Idris Elba is just like this powerful dude and he hits, he's not on some one punch man shit. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, Beast is a much better film. Um, what other movies that come out? <clears throat> I don't really like the new Hellraiser, but the new Hellraiser is a masterpiece compared to this. I can, I think I'm gonna have to just watch Hellraiser again and maybe throw in a bonus uh, Halloween review for talking about Hellraiser, cause this shit right here, man. Um, yeah, Halloween Kills, you know. It does this thing where they're adding a bunch of Easter eggs and callbacks to the original film and other parts of the original franchise, which further just just it just downplays everything that we've known. It's just like, why do you have to do this? Like, man, Tommy and, and what's the other woman's name? Lindsay Wallace. That was the girl that she was also babysitting. And it's like, these two, I would think, would have left Haddonfield and got on with their lives. And, and it was confirmed that Tommy and Lindsay Wallace, before the actual final cut came out in theaters and everything and streaming, that 
those two were married, but throughout the movie, when you're watching it, that does not translate well. It doesn't translate well at all. Like, if you look through the script, Tommy's last name is Tommy Wallace. His last name is Wallace. So it it's confirmed that these two are together, but they never confirm it. I mean, not confirm. It doesn't, excuse me, it's confirmed, but it doesn't translate properly on screen. So you're like, what the fuck is happening here? And we're supposed to be given that uh, this detail that, oh, he's just a man. This is how he was written, too, for the new franchise. He's a man. And yeah, but for some reason, he's just unstoppable. And they kept adding monologues like he was just this unstoppable force, like he had this essence about him. And every time he kills, he transcends and... I'm like, wait, what? Like, so is he indestructible or is he just a man? Like, what is it? Because the ending of this film is the most bonkers shit I've ever seen. He was beaten half to death, shot multiple times, and he's just laying there just getting pummeled by two by fours and bats by a lynch mob. He gets up. And I it was the most I'm not going to lie. It was kind of cool seeing it, but I'm like, well, wait a second. Hold on a second. What is this? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And he takes out everyone one by one. The moment he stood up, the town, the lynch mob, were, they were scared of him. I'm like, they just got through beating the shit out of him. Like, put him out of his misery. I just, oh my goodness. I don't know why, like I said, I watched this a second time, but I did not have a good time watching this i was not happy i wasn't happy at all i just oh my goodness man this is lingering through my brain halloween ends is still fresh in my mind and i'm oh my goodness man i just <laughs> this was not good i'm sorry halloween kills is probably let me give you all a hot take uh, halloween five and halloween six are leagues ahead of this one and i don't care like what do you mean halloween six is considered the worst of the franchise like no not really uh halloween six has paul rudd yeah halloween six has ant-man in it so that alone gives <laughs> i give it five out of five stars like at least to me i would say the acting from paul rudd he may have looked kind of weird in that film but the acting from paul rudd mean i mean it, it was stellar i think it was great and then plus it was the first time where uh you know we saw somebody really really go in on mike like paul rudd's character he also plays he plays a younger version of tommy he go in on on michael myers he beats the hell out of him with a pole and then just dips you know what i'm saying it i'm, I'm saying it now halloween five Halloween 6 and Halloween Resurrection are much better films than Halloween Kills. I said it here. You heard it here first. Halloween Kills is shit. I don't like this film. The callbacks, the one-liners, the camera angles, everything that is a, you know, a, a reminiscent uh, visual of the franchise that we think back on is going to pop up in Halloween Kills. Some of it popped up in Halloween 2018. 
and for damn sure pops up in the final installment of the la- of Halloween Ends. I just, I just, man, I don't, I don't know. They wrote Michael into a corner. I don't think they know what to do with him. Gee, all you could have did was just say, hey, he's just a man. No, Lori and Michael aren't brother and sister. This is a very small, intimate story between these two featuring her granddaughter and her daughter. They made some very strange choices with this movie. They made a very strange choice with the ending of the film. Like the final shot was very strange. Like why why was that needed? Was that to have us on the edge of our seat? If you did, I mean, okay, fine. But you didn't really execute it well. Not at all. I just, I'm sorry for ranting. I would go scene by scene, but I can't do it. I can go scene by scene with Halloween ends, um, but I can't go scene for scene with this film. I just really didn't like it. I will tell you this. Halloween, as a franchise, the opening credits of every single movie, incredible. Always incredible. They're amazing. Uh, Halloween Kills opening credit, awesome. They always got fire visuals of the opening credits, but man, do these movies uh, <laughs> drop the ball? God damn. Uh, I, I don't. There's nothing else for me to say. This film is basically explaining what mom mentality and mass hysteria is. And yeah, this is shortly after, you know, the well, not even shortly after. This is within the midst of the whole COVID craze. And that might have been inspiration for them. I don't know. But yeah, you don't have to add the real world shit into um, into films. Like make up something. Have an imagination. There's been a couple of TV shows and films that I've watched within the past week or two. And all of them have like this real world essence to them. Like um, there was one that had to deal with like a challenge that the kids took part in. I'm going to talk about that. I might not even talk about Hellraiser. I might talk about that movie. I'm not going to say what it is until next week. But uh, the kids take part in a challenge and crazy things start happening to the children. There's like a creature or something like that. And it comes out to be that it's the parents' fault. Um, I, I That was confusing. It's exclusive on Hulu. And I, I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you the name of the film. It's called Grim Cuddy. G-R-I-M-C-U-T-T-Y. And it was shit. It was shit. And actually, it was so shit, I think I might give it a second viewing. Because I'm like, what the hell is even happening? That was one movie where I picked my phone up and I'm just scrolling. like I'm not even looking at the TV screen. Until the ending. Dumb as shit. And then it has all the current... Uh, you know, pop culture references when it comes to um, sayings or, you know, ASMR and different things like that is fairly corny. Yeah, man, that movie was shit. Halloween Kills is still shit till this day. And I can't wait. I cannot wait to go off on the final film next week. So much. I'm so mad. I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. Uh, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 434 of the social introvert podcast the silence of the shape halloween kills review 
uh, or I don't even know if it was much of a review. It was a rant. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. BYK Radio.